We are live. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside of the Box. And I am the host, Eddie Box, a.k.a. Philly Box, representing that 215. And I also have my lovely guest from the West. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize, y'all. My head was a little messed up. I have my lovely co-host straight out of that West Coast, Vegas to be exact, repping on the line. Are you with me? Are you with me? Hey, I'm here. Hey, guys. Welcome back to this week's show. It's your girl Karma here, as you all know it. I'm bringing in the vibes from Cali today. Oh! <laughs> hey, hey, man. We got an awesome show. Also, we brought a, we brought a guest, but I ain't going to spend too much time wrapping your head off. I'm going to just go ahead and, you know, let our guest introduce herself to you so if i have my lovely guest would you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners good evening listeners this is tasha from south carolina from talks with tasha how's everybody doing tonight good good bringing in the vibes we're ready we're ready to put you on the spot today too tasha what do you say ed are we ready to get right to it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay of so course, Tasha, go ahead. ladies first. Ladies first. You definitely can. First question. Go ahead. Right on. You go ahead. Yes, I was looking at your profile, Tasha. You're beautiful, by the way. All you listeners, make sure you go follow her. Show love. And <laughs> what you do is really um, inspiring. It's encouraging for sure, and it kind of helps me come up with the things I want to dissect you about today. And just the first question is: What crowd has been the toughest to speak to while doing your motivational speaking? Um, so right now, first of all, I want to say thank you. Thank you guys for definitely having me. Um, thank you for your nice compliments. I'm with it. Um, right now, I can honestly say so my toughest crowd so far has been um, more of the older crowd um, because I call myself the truth fairy and only because I speak my truth. I stand in my truth. So, you know, overall, I may cuss a little bit, but I'm super motivational, you know, and I do speak with kids. So I have to like balance it out, you know, but other than that, it's been, I got like a pretty good balance between the ages of five. And I think the oldest person that I talk to right now on a regular basis is about 40. Um, okay. So my toughest crowd is going to be the older ones. Older, older, older. The older, older. Hey guys, don't mm-hmm. get tossed. That's such a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> so with the motivational speaking, is that, is that pretty much all you do for your crowd or who like who are you who is tasha bingo <laughs> you beat me to it let's get it okay so i'm originally from Gulfport, Minnesota. relocated to south carolina after hurricane katrina um i was 15 so right mm-hmm. now i'm pretty much all over the place i do a whole lot so i'm running three organizations um somebody asked me to partner with texas girl tackle football um in houston texas and that is a football team for girls. So we're definitely working with the youth. Um, so outside of motivational speaking, I'm also a mentor. So I do tea times with Tasha. I do a less wine about it. Um, I just finished two books. So it's the Mimosa Mentor. So we do brunch. Hey. So we do that on, <laughs> on Sundays. Yes. Moody Mentor. And that is for my younger girls. So we're pretty much, we're working through it. Yes, you have a lot going on. That's beautiful, especially <laughs> nowadays. We need nothing but uplifting and support. So that, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Thank you. No worries. I'm always encouraging anything that's going to bring positivity. And you're doing your thing, girl. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, thank you. Let me say thank you so much for taking the time out of your evening to come. You know, rocking with think outside of the box. And I think you're dope. Um, I think you're very, very motivational I'll follow your page and you know we we cool we cool now so uh, my next question to you is what made you decide that you wanted that you know that you was like I'm gonna be I'm gonna speak to the people we need people like you but I just just tell our listeners what just one day you just you know just let us know how you what made you just you know hey say I'm a I'm a motivational speaker I'm gonna give it to them uh oh, did we lose her there? Are you still there, Tasha? I, I see she's still there. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can uh, hear you there. You go back and you back in the Perfect, perfect. <laughs> All right. So right now, um, so I'm also a nurse on top of everything else. Um, so I always knew that my passion was people. 
I couldn't really figure it out and no pun intended. I absolutely love what I do. I put my all in all into people, um, but it didn't get to me until I was about 30. When I turned 30, I always realized my people was my passion, but Mm. I thought it was more so on the nursing side, help people. So after, I've always been that person that everybody came to talk to. You know, I'm super, super loyal, a whole secret. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I should do something else. And I realized um, when I turned 30 that it was it was a person that I needed when I was growing up. So it's really hard to, like, do these talks. And I wrote a book because I had an awesome mother. And even though she was a single parent, if you don't really know my story, you would think that, like, I just came from the struggle and that wasn't the issue. She was so busy. There was a person that I needed growing up that I didn't have. So my goal now was to be that person that people have. And that's it. And that's what made me want to do it. I wanted to be the person I needed growing up. Um, a lot of mistakes that I made that could have been corrected if I just had somebody to talk to. Okay. Right. You actually took the answer right out of my mouth for the next question I had. I was going to ask, like, what life challenges encourage you to do what it is you do? So it wasn't more so a difficult childhood. You more so had to kind of be there for yourself, correct? Because your mom was a busy woman and, you know, shout out to all the single moms out there who are doing their thing, but it is hard to set time aside for your child. So it's beautiful that you were able to have something so positive come out of something that could have been very negative. Some people don't take it too well when their parents are too busy for them, no matter how loving and caring they are. Right. Right. And, you know, and I mean, there was a few things that was pretty traumatic that happened to me and I kind of kept it a secret. And that's because um, she I was put in a position to where I had to be her. I had to be her man at some point. I had to make sure all my siblings was good because I'm the oldest. Yes, everybody. I made sure everybody was good. But because she was so busy, you know, I just I couldn't go talk to her about the things that was happening because I didn't want to disappoint her and I didn't want her to feel like. You know, because she was, I watched her. She's a dope woman. I watched her work hard to get to where she's at. So a lot of things that I kept inside is because I didn't want it to mess up anything she had going on. I watched her work hard. Wow. Um, and so that was the end. That's you know, and, but I shouldn't have had such a huge responsibility. As yes. Well. You know, I should have been able to tell my mom, you know, this person is touching on me. But I watched her work hard. She went to work day in and day out. So I took on an adult responsibility as a child. Okay, and then you've always been that nurturer that kind of was needed mm-hmm. for everybody. That's that's so beautiful. That's something so wonderful. And I wish more people were strong enough to take on that avenue instead of hurting others. You know how hurt people hurt people. I hate that saying, but it's so real. Absolutely. So um, you said you said you were being touched on. So I, and that's crazy that you said that. How ironic. I was watching the um church sermon today. They was talking about, you know, people and how traumatizing was that and does that still affect you to this day? Because I, I've heard a lot of people so that said they haven't touched before. I don't know if you comfortable with talking about it. I needed to ask you that ask you that first. But if you if you're comfortable, can you just, you know, let us know like the trauma uh, the traumatization of that and the things uh how it affects you today to today? No, no, absolutely. So I got to a point to where, you know, I'm very, very comfortable talking about it um, because at some point I had to use my voice and that was it. Um, But, you know, as an adult, I realized that um, I had like separation anxiety Mm -hmm. and some type of detachment and um, I don't hold people accountable. So I brought all of that into my adulthood because I rationalized everything. Even as a child, I was okay. well, he loved me. Um, and he's going to take care of us and he's making sure we're good and my mom is happy so I'm okay with it. So I brought that same, you know, um, thoughts into my adulthood to where like I made it okay for people to hurt me. I made it okay for people to cross me. And one thing that I had to realize when I got older is that loyalty is a choice. Right. When you care about somebody, that is an obligation. To love someone is a responsibility. This is true. So, um, I cared about people, but that, that was just an obligation. I used to feel like I had to be loyal to everybody in my life, but that was my choice. So it would bother me when people weren't loyal to me, but that was my choice to be so loyal to you. And mm-hmm. once I became an adult, you know, I made, it made more sense to me. Um, I can say that I would get to a point, even now, it's really hard, even when I'm talking to people, but I'm working through it because when I really, really feel something, I feel like it's going to hurt your feelings. I still hold it in for a second. Right. And, you know, and I'll walk around for a minute. And I used to think that that was me protecting my peace. 
But no, I needed to say what I needed to say so I can get past it. So those were the type of behaviors that I brought into my adulthood that I considered was pretty traumatizing as a kid. That That's what followed me. Wow. Wow. Because I know deep. it is. And I, like I said, I, I've never experienced that, but I've known people that experienced that. And like I said, ironically, I was watching a church sermon on that this morning. Um, First Baptist of Glen Arden down in Merlin and Pastor John Jenkins, he was preaching about that. And what you just saying that it's like, wow. And I'm just always wondering, like, at, and you said you was only six years old when that was happening to you? Mm-hmm. Wow. And I just always wonder, you know, but God bless you and God, you know, I thank God for um for bringing you through that. And I just thank God for the strong individual woman that you are. Um, so, <laughs> thank you. No, no, you, you're very strong. And like I said, you're very dope. And um, so who are some of the, who are some of your inspirational, like some of the inspirational speakers that you look up to or some of the inspirational people in your life that you draw inspiration from that, that keeps you going and gets you motivated when, you know, you're not having the best days and things aren't going, going your way. All right, so I definitely have three right off the rip. Um, so Les Brown is definitely one of my favorites. Les um, Brown, shout out, shout out. Yes, for sure. He's old school. I definitely love Eric Thomas. I think it's Eric Thomas. E.T. Um, definitely, definitely. Only because I like how he moved. And the thing is, is, for a long time, I used to think that I had to be a certain way in order to be a motivational speaker. I had to talk a certain way to be a, in order to be a mentor. But this is who I am. And if you can't give it to me raw and uncut, you're not going to be able to reach those type of people. So I had to just be myself. That's one thing that I like about him. And then I think the number three of my other favorite um, is Sarah Jake Roberts. And I only because um, just because of her just being a teen mom and just, you know, getting through that because I also had a child young. Um, and I also felt like I had an image to uphold just because of who my parents were and how dare me have a baby young. And I watched my mom, you know, make sure we had the best houses, make sure we live the best life. And I felt like I disappointed her for a long time. So I can relate to her in a lot of ways. I think she's definitely dope. So those three were probably my top favorites. I have to check them out. I have to check them out. Okay. For sure. Okay, for Tasha. sure. So, <laughs> you're definitely bringing a lot of light into this. And what I also wanted to ask you, I guess, what message do you want to kind of pass on to your listeners as, as overall? Um, so the overall message for sure um, right now that's definitely really, really precious to me is I just want Black women to understand that it is a privilege to be, you know, everything that they want to be. I de- I, you know, as far as being strong, that has absolutely nothing to do with us. It's okay to That's have good. those days. It's okay mm-hmm. to, you know, be upset. It's okay not to be strong every day. Even as a mom, some days you're going to have to forgive those people who never say they're sorry. You have to forgive mm-hmm. those people who mm-hmm. use your pain against you. You have, you know, and that's that's where it starts. That is my overall message that it is okay to be upset one day because for a long time I felt like in order for me to protect my peace, I had to put things subconsciously behind me. But now mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm okay being upset one day and I'm okay not being upset one day. It works out the best that way. That's beautifully put because <laughs> I do believe strongly and I have seen it where a lot of times when people experience something, they, like you said, they feel like they always have to adhere to what that experience put them through, to who they became because of that. They, we all have the, how do I put this? Uh, we're all capable of molding into whatever it is that the trauma wants to make us. And to truly outstand that and become uh-huh. past it and become who we really are, it's it's a superpower. I definitely agree that we cannot let mm-hmm. it become us. We cannot let it be us. So that's beautifully put. Right. Thank yes. you. Thank and you. so with this going on with 2020, Tasha, has there been an impact with your journey? Because you know how COVID and going on in today's world, sadly, it, has it impacted you or has it actually helped make you stronger in what you do? Because there's more people reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I can say is COVID-19 has taught me patience. Um, I'm the type of person, I'm a risk taker. I'm a big risk taker. I'm, I'm with it. 
Um, and I actually, you know, I've had to work the front lines. So seeing it firsthand and, you know, I went through some mental things. I actually took, I got out of work for about a month. Um, honestly, because mentally I had to like recap and get myself together. But when I started 2020 and I said, this was my year, I meant that. And I feel like in order for me to reach the type of people that I need to reach in order to keep them motivated, it's still my year. I don't yes. care what's going on. Like, you know, I keep pushing. Things have definitely slowed down um, because I went to talk to a couple of juvenile boys right before um, it got really, really serious. I went to talk to some girls um, just to keep everybody safe. So other than that, my passion, I'll do this every day for free. Okay. So it hasn't stopped anything for me because this is what I love to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's been great. It's been a good year. It's crazy. It's scary because I'm a yeah. mom and I'm also a nurse. So I see it firsthand. Exactly. But um, I'm ready to see how this year is going to end. I think it has taken off a lot for a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of young women that's trying to get into the system. And one thing before I started back working at another hospital, I told them, if you can't see me growing in your position, if you can't see me sitting next to you, then it's not for me. That's perfect. And I think this has been a good year. Well, that's good. (laughs) We all always hear about the chaos, the madness, right? We all can agree. Yeah, you are bigger. Like from from what I've seen, like I can't wait to, you know, till we link up in person, you come up to Philly. You do some network. Yes. What I see, <laughs> like you're a nurse, and that's good. Like that's like me and you have so many similarities because I work with school kids, kids that you know have autism and um special needs, but also I have a passion for helping people and just reaching out. And that's what and that's like when I hear you say that, I, I feel that because I'm looking at you and I see that when I when I first I don't know how we became friends, and I was like. I started, me I, I, but I thank God for that though he put the right people in your life at the right time and I was like I'm like she is bigger than you know this platform the platform I see you using it and you know I don't know if you're familiar it's a, it's a quote her name is look her up her name is Stormy Wellington I don't know if you if anybody ever told you kind of like look like her a little bit and like you kind of like sound like her and that story like is one that's very similar. She does network marketing. So I definitely, you know, want you to look up because they like, you big. Like that talks, your talks and everything that you got going on with yourself, man. Uh you you got nothing but nothing but respect. And I get like I said, I always give respect Thank you. women because y'all out here um doing it. So um yeah, big, big shout out to you once again. Um another question to you. I, I have a few questions that I always ask. Um what would you go back and tell the younger, let's just say um, you, you, you're 30 in your early 30s, what would you go back and tell yourself at, uh, let's just say, 14? What would you go back and tell 14-year-old guys, like, how, what to do, what not to do, what better to do? What would you tell? What would you tell young Tosh? Young Tosh. All right. Okay, young Tosh. So at 14. Um, the 31 year old me would tell my 14 year old self to actually take your time with life, um, appreciate things for what it is and not hold on to, you know, what no longer is available, um, to trust the process, to trust what is happening. I used to like still hold on to people and I, I mean, the thing is even when I was 15, it bothered me for people to leave me and that's because I have daddy issues and that's a whole nother conversation for today. Um, but I would definitely tell 14-year-old myself, just take time. I always felt like I needed to be bigger than what I was. Um, but God taught me patience. He definitely has taught me patience over these last 15 years. Because um, right during that time frame is when I had a very, very, we had a switch. We didn't know anybody in South Carolina. It was crazy how in one day for gas. And it was a Katrina relief tent. And they seen that we had Mississippi tags and they came over and actually, believe it or not, it was Caucasian women. And I thought that was dope. And I still have a relationship with these ladies to this day. They, I call them TT. And um, they asked us what, what it was we were doing. And they wanted to know if we had went through the hurricane and she invited us to our very welcoming. Um, but I was really standoffish. And I didn't realize that I needed those people as much as I needed them. Um, and diversity now is important. I'm, Yes. So it's great, you know, and that worked out. So definitely just, you know, take your time. Take your time with life. There's a lot I feel like I passed up because I wanted to be so busy. I had started working um, when I was 15 and I've been working ever since. But I didn't really take my time with life. I didn't enjoy it because I honestly can't tell you 
what life was like between 15 and 20 before I had my first because mm-hmm. I was so busy trying to be bigger than what I was I took on adult responsibility at 15 and I became an adult I think at 15 but I can't really tell you what my childhood was like wow yeah and a lot of times we we do that you know we 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 confuse I think busy with you know being important it's like all right everybody's quote unquote <laughs> seems like they're busy like I'm like it's 24 hours in a day and I hate when people hit me with the you know I was busy like like dog I'm busy too or sis I'm busy too you know what I mean like so that's cool and that and that's something dope so karma I'm gonna let you go ahead and I'm gonna let you finish you know talking to teacher I got a few other questions for her but I feel yeah. the ladies vibing I'm gonna just fall back in the background <laughs> go ahead and let, yeah. let the ladies do what y'all go ahead and do I'm gonna come back in a couple minutes though and ask you a few more questions yeah, okay. and I was actually going to piggy bank off of what you said, Tasha, because um, the fact that you said, you know, keeping busy, that's actually a trauma response. And for someone who survived, horrifying, it, it makes sense to, as to why you wanted to keep yourself going, 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 because it's actually something that a lot of people do after they experience something so horrific. Their mind doesn't want to stop and think about what the ptsd symptoms may be they just want to keep you going and you know our mind is beautiful it keeps us protected it keeps us just going like you said so Mm -hmm. yeah that definitely makes sense okay so my next question for you tasha do you remember your very first most motivational speech and how you felt being up there giving it or giving it in general i do i do and i'll never forget it so um my first speech, I actually almost chickened out. I was like, I'll just write them all letters, you know, and just tell them about myself a little bit. But something kept pulling me. And I'm the type of person, I think I had to work until like 530. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get really pretty and, you know, get my clothes on. Yes, feel confident. My first speech, I was ready, you know. But, you know, God definitely had other plans. And I, I work that day it was like 5 45 I had only I think drive was about 45 minutes and I had to be there at 6 30 so I didn't have time to change I didn't have time to do anything couldn't get cute or anything like that so I gave my first speech in my scrubs um and when I got there you still cute those, with them scrubs on don't trip <laughs> <laughs> those boys were so ready they were open you know and they I was talking to them First, it was like all giggles. And I mean, I'm just, let me just keep it 100. I'm pretty curvy. So I got a really, really cute shape. So at first they were like picking and they was just thought I was just so cute and thick. And, and I was like, I'm first of all, you I'm got their attention. Mama. Yes. You know, so they <laughs> was like you. And I was like, oh my God, like you, you boys got to relax. So, um, and they kept getting in trouble. They kept getting in trouble. Um, and the director was like, if you guys don't get together, our guests are going to leave. And that's just that. When oh, I, wow. um, I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to tell you to talk to them individually. I was like, can I do it this way? She's like, no, we do it different. I try to switch it up because I'm actually way more comfortable if I can break people up in a group. But plans got switched. Those boys, they were so honest. And it was great. I was able to talk to them about my cousin um, who got killed. He got killed uh, last year in December. And it was like I'm a wrong place, wrong time type of situation. Wow, my condolences to you and your family. Sure, thank you. Um, he was only 23 years old. Um, his wow. father. And what happened is he was with his friend um, who had, you know, I can't really talk much on it, but he had robbed someone prior to it. So they were just looking for him. And he was with his friend on a corner doing whatever it is that they do. And the people who came, they was looking for his friend. They both ran in opposite directions, and my cousin got the bullet. And wow. it was it even it wasn't that the fact that he was innocent because he's done some things too. But that's why I'm huge on karma. And I had to talk to those boys and I had to tell them when people tell you that you're the wrong place, wrong time, that is real. And you reap those things that you sow into this world every day. Right. So when they were robbing people, majority of them were robbing people, or they were just getting a lot of trouble, being disrespectful. I had some. Cousins the saddest part is that when my cousin got killed, maybe let's say ten of us. Wow. Okay. Never want to. Exactly. 
That's because he had. Wow. What story he has? Newspaper had put it out. You know, long time. Nobody cared he was gone because he had reached so much bad and so disrespectful. And you know, God rest his soul. I love him to death. But that's why I do what I do. And when I talked to them, that was my first speech, and I loved it. Everybody was in tears. They were great. And I hope to this day, it was two of the boys. They were getting ready to graduate. And um, they felt it. They said, Tasha, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like nobody cares that I'm here. I never hear from anybody. Nobody sends me any letters. And I told them, you put mm-hmm. yourself in that position. And what we're going to do now is fix it. No one came to my graduation when I graduated high school. And that's because I, I felt like I was already in that position. So I went back the next day just to watch them have their own little personal graduation how they were able to get their GEDs just so I could be that person that was there for them because I know what it felt like. So that was great. That was my first thing. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this forever. The fact that you experienced so much, Tasha, gives me that much more respect for you, what you do, because it's it's hard to speak with people who have never experienced it because it's easy to say, oh, put it aside. It's not that big of a deal. You guys know, and everyone listening knows, what we sometimes hear when we're actually going through something traumatic, when we've experienced something that it isn't a, a movie that we wouldn't even ever want to anyone next to us to experience. So the fact that you've experienced so much, yeah. it's just, it, it makes you that much stronger. And these people who you're speaking to are going to definitely follow in your path and spread that love that you've always been capable of spreading since six years old when you were even protecting your mother. Experience, experience is the best teacher. And I know, I know, you know, like you said, you're curvy right. and you're nice looking. So I know the boys, you know, <laughs> As as young men, you know that that's what they see. But as as young women, they see they see you as beautiful too. But <laughs> but your transparentness is what you know. Like I said, like I work with kids, and like when you're transparent and when you've been through something and you're passionate about it, it's like, look, this ain't for a paycheck. This is here, you know. I'm here to help you. This is my purpose in life. I've been through this. I want to talk to you because I've seen this and I've seen what this the end result of this. And I don't want y'all. If anything, I can do in my power that can save you from doing this is that's why I'm here and that's why you here and that's what I've all like I've always gotten like from the from the time you know I was like I'm like damn she dope she dope I introduced you to Malik put you on I, I said I gotta get the world you know that's what I do like me and you I gotta get the world same thing with karma I said when I when I see dope people I'm hooking them up like yo if anything I could do and it's not gonna be on no oh man you know if you ever get to the top just throw me a bone like no I'm just gonna do it because because you need it, like I said, you you always been dope, I, and <laughs> I see you've been working out too, girl. So what are you trying to be the health coach? Or are you, what you trying? What you trying to get to the health field? What what you doing over there? Yeah. You got Tasha the health coach. What's going on? You get summertime fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So my birthday, <laughs> my birthday is coming up in September. Um, and one thing that I wanted to promote is just normalizing regular bodies. I have stretch marks and I'm okay with that. I don't want to over-sexualize myself just to get my voice out there. I'm going to keep hustling. I'm going to keep grinding. I'm going to make sure that what I'm doing is my purpose. And I'm, I'm not chasing a check. You know, that right. will come second because my first thing is to be the sheep. Because I have a goal and I have God's will behind me. And that is my practice. And I definitely practice what I preach. So if I, I feel like at this point, if I'm talking about self-care and dropping dead weight, dropping dead weight had nothing to do with anybody else. And I thought for a minute that it was my bad situations. It was everything that I had going on. That's what made me gain weight. No, I was the problem. I was the one that was holding me back. I was the reason why I was gaining weight. And once you get to a point to where you're able to not blame people for anything that's going on because you knew better, you'll definitely do better. So I, I wanted to fix me. I wanted to make sure I was good because I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I felt, but that was my issue. It had nothing to do with anybody else. And I walked around for years thinking like, okay, well, this is because of you. You didn't want me to be this. You didn't want me to be curvy, but no, that was my issue. And yes, I had to so fix it for me. So I definitely practice what I preach. And we are with it. Right. We're working out. I'm glad. I love my stretch marks. I'm never going to change it. I had two nine pound babies and we're going to make that work because I also want to make sure that, you know, 
these girls know that it's okay. We're not going to be. Right. I don't You're want to look like an Instagram model. Hello, 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 and, and and that's important. You know, like and that's part <laughs> of being transparent. Like you had you had two children, and you know, like I said, you you're beautiful mm-hmm. without you know being an Instagram model and without exactly. yourself. So. So just you know, keep on, keep on doing what you're doing, and you always got a platform over here with us. And anything else? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get my train of thought. I got, I got, I got another question for you. What is the first thing that you do when you wake up? Yes. Um. So right now, honestly, every morning. I kid you guys not. I go ahead and get up. I set my alarm because I got my time management. I also wanted to set the tone. I talk so much about that, Eddie. You follow me. So you see, I talk about setting the tone every day. So even, no matter what kind of night I have, I don't care how long I'm out. That's a choice. You decide to stay out all night, you still got to get up. So um, I'll get up. Um, rather I'm meditating or doing some type of yoga, I just want to make sure I have prayer at least 10 to 15 minutes a day because I need to make sure that I am setting that place for me and when I walk through those doors and those doors open up I become nurse Tasha and whatever problematic Tasha had before whatever text messages that made me mad whatever issues I had going on I don't bring that into my next day because you can't if you continue to bring on to your next day whatever you feed mm-hmm. you give life to we're not doing that so I drop it off right in and there I make sure I'm good I make sure I'm straight I make sure because what keeps me focused is putting things in perspective and I write I write to myself. I got a little um, whiteboard on my dresser. This is what we're doing today. This is how we feel today. This is the goal. And this is my goal for today. I'll set a goal. And when I get back home in the evening, when it's done, when the when the day is done, I want to know that I set that goal for myself. And is, is this what you did? And if it's not what I did, I go back. I don't complete mm. that goal. Until okay, I that's so inspiring. I'm sitting here thinking hmm what can I do in the morning to change my whole day because you're right and whatever you do in the morning the things that you kind of bring into yourself kind of sets that path and what did Missy Elliott say leave the drama at the door you know we kind of have to create our own door right for our own Mm -hmm. own mishaps or it'll literally create our whole journey so then what's what's the point right and you got to be careful of what words you put into the atmosphere right. you tell yourself mm-hmm. your day is going to be horrible guess what your day going to be horrible you tell yourself yep. it's going to be a great day the day is going to be a great day so great setting day. tone affirmations prayer definitely you know thanking god affirmations yoga whatever you're going to do make sure make sure it's something that that's positive. Don't put them negative vibes in the air because if you put them in the air, it's going to turn out, and that's that's what it's going to be. So you know. Exactly. Well, Ed, if you don't have another question, I did have one last question on my oh, yeah. end that I wanted to ask you. Talk oh yeah, to. yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I do have another question, but you know, like I always say, ladies first. You know, y'all who run the world, girls. So, so you know, girls so, run the world. So, you know, girls. Right. So, you know, you can ask the question, and then, and then I'll ask the question. Then we'll we'll let her give out our social media, and then we'll jump into a few other you know topics and the topic. But <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So, Tasha, so for any aspiring motivational speakers, what is an everyday challenge that you kind of want to warn them about so they can continue on their journey if they also want to follow those footsteps? All right. So right off the bat, right off the dome, one thing about it, you have to be okay with criticism um, because people are going to tell you how they feel. And then that's okay. Because you can tell me how you feel, you can tell me what it is, but if this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to present myself, they have to be prepared for that type of stuff because it's true. Because how can you say that you want to work with kids and and adults will do this? And the thing is, is we don't realize that we do it to each other, but adults are our biggest critics. And we, we don't, we promote women empowerment, we promote everything that we really, really want, but I'm always prejudged a little bit and I've, I've always been there because of the type of person that I am and my background. Um, I, I'm okay with that. So as long as they're okay with how the world mm-hmm. is going to look at them. Um, one thing that I do, I don't do anything that I feel like someone can use against me, but I also live every day. I'm not going to live like a victim. I'm going to live like hostage. I'm not doing that. I was a hostage majority exactly. of my life. So if I want to get on the internet and I got on my sports bra and my pants and I'm feeling great and I'm good and it's self-care Sunday, that's just what I'm going to do. 
it doesn't mean that my message is going to be any different to your daughter, but you have to be okay with people feeling like, okay, well, she's too, she's a little bit too sexy for me. And, you know, I don't want my daughter around here and I'm cool with that. That, that is going to be the biggest thing. As long as they're okay with standing their truth and they stay focused on what their purpose is and everything that they want to do, whatever direction you're going into, I want them to follow their own path. That's so perfectly put as well. And I agree. I agree. When anytime you go out into the spotlight and for those of you listening who want to do something that's going to put you on the spotlight, like Tasha was able to do on her journey, be ready. Constructive criticism is a beautiful thing. And the criticism that comes from the negative people around you is also going to help mold you as it helped mold Tasha. Right, Tasha? Right. Definitely. Definitely. So, all, all right, right. Here's, here's my here's my last here's, here's my here's my last, here's my last question for you. Um, what are your short term goals and what is your end game? So, where do you see where do you see yourself in the next two years, five years, and then ultimately where do you see yourself ending up and finishing? I know where I see you, but I want to know where you see yourself in these next two, gotcha. five, and in the end game of this all. <laughs> <laughs> okay um for sure so right now my short-term goals i speak on finishing what you start um so i'm still in school i'll be finished uh next summer um i did want to become a president of a hospital that is that was the ultimate goal for me um i wanted to be able to bring on women who don't necessarily you know get looked at they don't really have a chance um because i started off as a cna and I was really, really articulate. Like, I really wanted to know what it was the nurses was doing, um, but I never really got a chance. So I wanted to be that person who give those girls a chance because you'll be surprised how smart these patient care techs is. So that is my short-term goal. I definitely want to be able to finish school just so I can have that to fall back on. Um, long-term, with the whole talks with Tasha, I want to be able to do this every day. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to make out my own schedule. I want to make sure that, you know, me getting my voice out there, me reaching the type of girls that I need to reach, me reaching the young men that I need to reach. I want to make sure that this is where I'm at in the next two, three years, and I'm able to do it full time and being a president of a hospital is part time. Right. That is my long term goal. (laughs) Beautiful goals. A beautiful woman. That's what's Thank up, man. And we and we gonna work because I'm I'm trying to you know get my mentoring program up. And I was thinking like, hey, you know, I could talk to the boys and I could bring a woman in, you know, to talk to the talk to the young ladies and vice versa, you know, because yeah, as, as, a, as a father of as a father of a daughter, I don't think sometimes men we realize how important we are to to you know to the daughters because it's always my son and, and you know my son and I want this boy but like your girl if you gotta show her what a man looks like because the first man that she see in her life is you and so if you there and you setting that good precedence then you know she um she know what to expect now when you don't have a dad in your life nine times out of ten you can still make some some good decisions and you can still make bad decisions with your dad in your life. But nine times out of 10, you might be more reluctant to make bad decisions as far as, you know, dating men because you're looking for, you're looking for something and you don't know, you never had that man love you. So, you know, but we, we going to work. We, we going to work. We going to work. We, <laughs> we, we, we going to be all right. We all okay. going to work. All right. All right. You know, all right. We got, we got, we got a full, we got Taj for a little bit more longer. I'm going to jump into this clip of this Megan, Megan um song man so so we so we can so we can speak a little bit on that give me because <laughs> I I seen you put up I seen you put up some so give me give me matter of fact uh, I'm gonna play it right now. What? 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 Hold on one second. Yeah 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 I'm, I'm gonna play the what for y'all. Hold on. Woo. Oh. I'm pretty sure everybody's rocking right now. That is my girl. I'm bouncing. 
stop it right there but um she said a line you know about Tosh you had it on your page and she just said it what she said she don't she don't cook she don't clean but she still mm-hmm. got the ring so as women I'm gonna let y'all you know dissect that line and tell me what's your opinions on that and whichever <laughs> one of y'all want to grab the floor y'all can y'all can go ahead and you know grab it and dissect it and bounce and then I'll come in and, and I'll say what I think about it so go ahead whoever want to grab it just, just in the air go ahead whoever wants to um, well, I'll go first because I definitely let me say some one thing about me. I am a comedian off air, guys. So I had to call my grandma because I was like, wait a minute, Granny, you told me the way to a man's car is through his stomach. Now Courtney said she don't cook or clean and she still got the ring. So me and her kind of went back and forth. It was a really, really great conversation with my grandma. It was pretty dope. Um, I am old school. Let me tell you about me I love Cardi and I love Cardi because she's an underdog and I we watched her go from absolutely nothing taking baths and dirty bathtubs you know and having crooked teeth and everything she is now I am super proud of her I think she's super dope I love Cardi right. people love B so you know it was really funny to me because I'm, I'm like granny that ain't what you said now, that, now here I am I thought I was going to be married by 30. I've been out here playing this thing. Everybody in the video was mamas except for me. No. <laughs> so what we doing? And she was like, you know, just wait your time. And, you know, it was funny. But one thing about me, I'm still going to continue to be me. I think mm-hmm. the song is dope. I love women who are okay. They nasty. They freaky. That's them. That's a business. Shout um, out. Okay, but one thing about me, like, yeah, I'm definitely still old school. I'm going to cook and clean because that's just all I know. I definitely play it safe out here. I can't say rather or disagree. And now, am I married yet? No. But I, you know, we have different, have different outlooks on life, different backgrounds. She's definitely a hustler. That's one thing I love about her. Um, You know, I realize that these rappers or these artists, you know, they say things and either they really, really mean it or they feel like they, they say what people can relate to. Right. Now, you did a little bit more something. You did something else because there's a lot of great women with a walk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of great women. There's a lot of dope women with a walk. There's a lot of good women with a walk. So I don't ever, I don't want these girls to feel like, you know, they have to overly sexualize themselves. They have to go get an OnlyFans page in order to get a ring. Exactly. Then, nope. It was fun. You know, it's dope. Be but, you. you know, it's a fun song. Right, that's it. That's all I'm getting at. Just be exactly. It'll happen on its own time. God has a destiny for everybody, and you may not meet your husband until you're 40, and y'all gonna live the best life ever. Whatever is for you is for you. I don't worry about social media. I don't care about what everybody else got going on. I'm still gonna cook and clean. No, I and I'm still gonna. <laughs> I agree with that 100. percent With that that song, it it got so much controversy. I think. For those of you listening and for, you know, us on the air, I think it's even in the process of being banned, if I'm not mistaken. I saw a little wow. bit of a hype about it, but it's like, come on now, look at all of these artists, starting from even as simple as Easy e Ice Cube, talking about bitch this, bitch that, I'm finna do this, I'm finna do that. Why is it now that a woman is dominating the rap culture, she's getting attacked for what she is doing, she is literally being looked at as scum, when she came from scum, like you said, Tasha, and we all know her story, and now she's doing something that we as a culture all enjoy, and now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this song comes out, and they're trying to put so much hype behind it, 
it just it, it makes me wonder but you know the song definitely slaps i like it I, I agree that we all need to kind of still be who we are regardless don't go doing what the music tells you to do any part of the media anything out there that it is promoting to be this no if you're not going to be you we all can tell a facade from you know from so, who somebody truly is so the song definitely i don't think anything's wrong with it you know if uh-huh. She's supposed to be cleaning and she still got a ring. That's because she got the money to hire somebody from exactly. She's got maids probably dressed up in these cute little outfits because we both know her sexuality. She goes uh-huh. both ways, right? And Ed, you're familiar with it. So mm-hmm. it's definitely kind of funny to see the hype she's getting behind it, even though this is what we as Americans kind of look forward to, as long as it's a male saying it, I guess. Yeah, I'm saying, if it came from a male, it would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, we would have been like, okay, like, cool. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, like, like I said, like, I don't got a problem with it because as men, I feel like we run the drug culture in a whole as far as, you know, we talk about drugs and shooting. And it's like, now, nah, girls, you know, if they want to be over-sexualized, that's, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's getting them, it's getting them to the bag. And like, that was her life. My thing is, if it's not your life, like, don't be falsifying it to these children having to look up. Like, if you're not putting them in a negative way, y'all must do got that. Well, I don't never want, I don't never want none of that. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want yeah, none of that. I want, I want, I, I do want some good, good, but like, I don't want nothing that's <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't want nothing that's going to, you know, that's going to have me out of my character out here. Like Martin said in his pajamas looking for you. And you're so crazy. One shoe on coming to the club. Like, where you at, girl? Where that you at? Box <laughs> yeah, like, no, I don't, I, I, I don't want, I don't want none of that. But, you know, if that's what it is, and I mean, this 2020, it ain't too many women that's, you know, that's really like old school, like how Ty said she was old school. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's women yeah. right now in 2020 are, you know, more independent. And, you know, women are women, women are winning. That's why I had y'all as a part of my winning, win, uh, winning, win, wins, uh, winning, women, Wednesdays. You know what I mean? Because women are winning, and it's not women is not going to do too much cooking now. You know, men, but truthfully, to be honest, women can cook, but men can cook better. All men are, oh, well, all the chefs predominantly are men. Not to say, well, like I said, I'm not saying women can cook, so don't jump, down, don't jump down my throat, but we just looking at it from that standpoint. All the chefs, majority, are men, so we can get in there, you know what I'm saying? If you got that wop, I guess I, I guess I can go in there, I guess I can go in there and spin that wop and cook. I guess I can go in there. I guess I can go in there. You put that wop with me. I go, hey, baby, what you got? Oh, man, some shrimp scallops in this house. Oh, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, look, it's, it's working. And like I said, like y'all saying, people were tripping over that line, but it, but it wasn't that deep. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. That's what got out of the ring. You know what I'm saying? To each his own. What you, what you eat don't make me. You know what I'm saying? Advice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it is what it is. Like you said, big shout out to Cardi because. She is a hustler, and we've seen her, you know, come up. So, you know, play that song. Man. She did her thing. Shout out, and shout out to Megan. You know what I'm saying? Megan is doing it right now, man. She got she a song is. with Beyonce. Beyonce, so proud of her. Nikki, and it's just like, yo, and it's crazy because she is winning. She don't have album out the first, and she's just, you know, tearing it up. And we had one of our... Uh, but I, I know, well, I don't know a person. I know a manager, and, I, and she was on a show of mine before, you know, that I had this. So, you know, shout out to them. And I watched her, of course, somewhere in the middle of her progress. And just to see her now at this point is like, wow. And I see that, and, and I see that in you, Tosh. And Karma, I see that in you, too. I see I see that in all my ladies. So she, big, big shout out to the ladies, man. Shout out to the fellas, too. We got we to step our game up a little bit because these ladies out here. <laughs> these women are winning, okay. we are doing our thing we're we've come so far i think as women and how i've said it before in a couple other podcasts we we were given such a disadvantage being a woman and you know for those of us who have a little more melanin than others we the disadvantage that we were given is unreal and the fact that history is being made and in 2020 even with all of this and and still being attacked it's it's a beautiful thing to just keep moving forward and not really care what anybody has to say and you know i I got to add to what you said, Ed, you know, being old school and you too, Tasha, what you said, being old school is important. Knowing how to do these things. It is important. Don't walk around not knowing how to do nothing. Thinking you Cardi. Cardi's not bank. If we don't got 
what we need to move forward in this life. We got to kind of work at those skills so we can keep our partners, you know, satisfied, keep our children healthy, just different things that come into our culture as a, as a norm or should be a norm. It still needs to be prioritized. And I think a lot of us forget that when we're looking at the music, when we're looking at the controversy, when we're just busy being what Cardi is or busy being what Easy E is or whoever, G Easy, you know, you guys get right. the just. The listeners get the just, right? Right. Oh, and I, I see, I saw y'all when the song came on. I visualized you over there. I visualized both of y'all over there, you know, working it out. Oh, pumping your head. Oh, do it like this. And some, I said, I said, they over there, Jen. All said, together oh. now. <laughs> all together. All together now. All together, man. So, you know, like, yeah, you know, like I said, big, I'm a huge woman supporter. I'm always going, you know, support women and just, I support people in general, but like, I know that, you know, I'm always uplift my black women because y'all queens and, and y'all doing a hell of a job. I know sometimes mm, the world. Definitely appreciate it. It's hard, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. It's hard out here being a black man too, you know what I mean? But we got to get back to that black love. We and we love everybody, but you know, it's, we got to really start seeing some black couples and because we always focus on the negative things of, you know, the black couples, the, mm-hmm. the, the violence and all this stuff and, and the cheating right and everything. Like, we focus so much on Will and Jada and their entanglement. We don't even look at, you know, people that's been married for a long time. We don't we don't big up the Cookie Johnsons who, who stuck it out with Magic Johnson throughout the age. You know what I'm saying? So... We got to stop always just putting this this light on the negative stuff. Like everybody does negative. That's the world. That's life. We we, we all have some yep. good in us and we all have some bad in us. So, you know, we just got to stop, you know. Pointing. We're all capable. Right. Yep. The melanin in our skin doesn't make it any different than the body part on your skin. So that's definitely something people hopefully in 2020 are starting to realize and you know, as I mentioned, I'm always shouting out the millennials. They're they're helping kind of, you know, put a hand to everything because they just, they're cold throat with it. They don't care what they say as long as it goes against what your negative belief is towards other people. They want to encourage it and support it. So shout out once again to the millennials out here. Just letting us be us. And that's everybody, not the melanin, not anything else besides being a human. Right, right, right. And, um, man, you know, during the midst of this, like, you know, the coronavirus and, um, you know, this election, there's a lot of stuff that's flying under the radar, like this, like, you know, the gold, because like, like we were saying, you know, we're in so much debt. And truthfully, the U.S. dollar hasn't been worth anything in, I mean, a long, long, long time. So they're, they're, they're trying to really do away with it. And, you know, gold is where it's at. Gold and silver really has always been where it's at. So what do you guys think about that? You know, I'm just going completely away with the dollar and, you know, um, doing, uh, doing, you know, basically coins. Because, you know, we go into some stores now, doing this, they say they don't have no change. They don't have no it's a coin shortage and all this. So we can kind of see, but we really not paying attention. So Ty, since you answered the first question, I'm going to swing it to Melanie Karma but her answer this first piggyback yes. the trash and then I'm I'm off of it. I said what I need to say. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead on it. Well, as far as this topic goes, I, I'll agree with you. We've always we've always been in debt since I think it was what seventeen eighty nine or seventeen ninety that the the Constitution was signed and everything was all the rights were built up and we just kind of built the foundation. Um, it's it's always been there, and the fact that this pandemic is helping everybody realize what's really going on. I just think everybody was kind of asleep until now. This is the first real actual pandemic we really experienced that people laugh and compare it to an apocalypse or even the plague. So in my opinion, this is real and it's just always fluctuated regardless of what was going on around us. But now that we're going through something that we realize it truly does affect our day to day, the concerns have risen when they really should have really been addressed as a whole before the pandemic really addressed it as a threat. So it's it's kind of insane to me and it's kind of sad, you know, when I do see the signs whenever I go out to eat or to the store and it says due to a shortage of coins, we need exact change. It kind of helps me realize the reality of what we're in. It allows me to be kind of thankful for being able to move forward in this pandemic. And, you know, I want to start saving my coins. Maybe one day they'll be worth something. I don't know if you guys are familiar. For those of you listening, there's people who literally buy coins for way 10 times more of what it's worth. So with this coin shortage in the future, it could 
possibly be a blessing. Um, but it's always going to be just that. We're always in debt. We've been in debt for who knows how long. And it's actually been kind of positive for some people who are worried about like the interest rates because right now they're at a all-time low so the record for the interest rates are, are lower now with this happening so I think people can definitely take advantage of it if they don't allow the advantage to be taken from them if that get makes some sense. crypto get some bitcoin so so Tasha I don't know how familiar you are with it but if you are you know if you want to add a little something in on it you we, we always love to hear from you because it just talks with Tasha. So <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, definitely. We're actually all on the same page. So for the first time, you guys, Tasha had nothing to say because um, I agree. Um, one thing about it, I think, you know, we have going through this <laughs> pandemic first, able to adjust. The one thing that everybody nineteen taught us about and it also right. taught us how to, mm-hmm. you know, be okay with change and be okay with the differences. I do think that saving, like you said, is definitely going to be the key factor to this. Um, I the thing is, is I don't even know if we're really in debt or if we're not in debt. You know, like however that's really going. If they're just being selfish out there, um, I think most likely. Right, you know, so you never really know. But one thing that we have to remember is, even when we were younger, you know, back then. The only reason why I think we're not in debt because they made ways for people. You know, what was it? Like, it used to be like food stamps. Um, yeah, the actual book. It looked like money. Yeah, the, the actual, actual book, book of food you know stamps, yeah. So you were able to use that as money. I can't remember. And, you know, shout out to, you know, all the hardworking mothers out there. But I remember my mama having a book. And it used to be like brown for a yeah. dollar. And yeah. it was green for five dollars. And yeah. it was like another color for ten dollars. So back then, they oh, wow. made different ways. For, you know, since so I feel like, you know, they just kind of lost their way through also. And there was so much money thrown out here for unnecessary reasons, even with these hospitals. There's more money being put into robots to hey. do surgery versus paying someone to do it. More. You know, or paying for the wars or paying for these people who are really out here fighting for this country. I think it's more money. It's unnecessary exactly. money that they're throwing out there. And that's the issue. And because each and every president that comes in, they have these goals and they have these things they want to do and it can get done, but somebody has to lose. And that's just the way it is. Somebody got to win and somebody got to lose. So right now we're the ones that are losing, but we were prepared. I think we're being prepared for whatever is coming next. I want everybody to get out there and vote for sure, because change has happened. Making a difference has to happen. Because this is the issue. Now there's so much money being thrown into other areas that we shouldn't even be in um, because it's needed. Once we get a new president, (laughs) I think things are going to be different. I'm hoping for a better four years coming up. I don't know what is to happen. I can't say it's all bad, but I can't say it's all good either. I'm definitely (laughs) super, super excited about 2021. I'm hoping to see some changes. I just want us to be able to get through these next couple of months with our heads held high. And chilling. There, I'm one thing I can say is yes. everybody's had their money. If you haven't had your money, that's your own fault. Because we, I mean, where can you really go? Exactly. So everybody should be okay yes. right now and prepared for what and, we need next. And the way they're giving out, and actually, and the way they're giving out that PUA, that that pandemic unemployment money. Everybody looks. Like everybody, everybody, yeah, every, everybody flossing, man. They giving out the extra six hundred, man. People. People, I'm like, damn, oh, you got them like Gucci, Rolexes. I'm like, oh man, unemployment got unemployment is causing people not, wanting, people to go, not wanting to go back to work. Like, man, why should I go to work when I could just sit at home and just like you're saying, and that's even throwing away money. People then got big lump sums of money that never even not hating on nobody, you know, because it is what it is. But people that haven't even worked. While people on the front lines and people that really, you know, right. getting a little bit of money and people out here living their best life. Like, I'm living my best life. And that's the issue that we face as Americans because you guys have heard there's different countries. Like I think um, I know Finland's one of them where healthcare is free and all these things that we have to grind for in America. It's given because there's more to the picture. So we're definitely moving forward as a whole as the country just kind of holds on during these uncertain times yeah, you know but more more faith in god um 
Now, Taj, this is a time of the show where we go into Karma's Corner, where we give Karma the floor. And, you know, it's basically like talking to Taj. It's just her, her time to tell her, to tell us what's going on with her and what she got going on in her corner. So without further introduction, I present to you Karma's okay. Corner. Yes. Hey, everybody again. Welcome back to Karma's Corner. I hope that everyone listening is just enjoying the show and that you guys have been keeping up. Um, today, what I wanted to talk about is um, something as simple as our culture. We mentioned earlier what Cardi B kind of went through, Megan Thee Stallion, anybody who has melanin or melanin, I always say that incorrectly, melanin for those of you who want me to say it grammatically correct, and kind of what we face just here in America. I just want everybody to kind of reflect on how important diversity is, why diversity drives us, what it is about our culture that doesn't allow us to understand how important and how strong diversity is. I am a firm believer that culture does teach you who you are, how you can motivate those around you to follow the norms in your culture, but how can you also motivate those around you to realize that some cultures do have a negative effect on not only yourself, but the people who are also subjected to what it is that culture wants to believe and what is it that culture wants you to kind of fulfill. And in some countries, it's it's insane what we as women are needed to fulfill. We need to be the the one that stays at home, bears the babies, cooks all the food. We're not looked at as humans. We're dominated and it's normalized. So I want you guys listening to kind of realize how far you have come if you defeated a cultural norm that wasn't really the healthiest and what kind of gets you going to where you can be okay in your skin and still motivate the people around you to be okay in their skin, but also be okay with what's ethically and morally correct. Because we all know just because somebody is in power or just because a culture says one thing, it does not deem it correct. It does not make it okay. And what can you guys kind of do to spread that knowledge without disrespecting anyone's culture? Of course, I don't want anyone to go out disrespecting. We don't promote any violence. We don't promote any hate. And we certainly don't encourage it. But what can you do to kind of maybe create your own movement in a culture that puts you at a disadvantage as we all have been possibly succumbed to or subjected to? And what can you guys do to just reflect, to change that? And as Tasha does, just be that motivation that people need to keep moving forward. It's uncertain times in 2020, and we need people to kind of allow us to grasp the reality of a situation rather than get lost in the midst of the storm that it can bring. And I just kind of wanted to keep Karma's Corner short, sweet, and simple today. So I hope that you guys listening kind of get a little bit encouraged to just move forward with this. Huh? And I'll go ahead and pass that back. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for always, you know, giving us so much insight. We're about to wrap the show up in a little, awesome. in a little bit. So what I'm going to do next is I'm going to pass the floor back over to Tasha and, you know, let her give her our social media information on her contact. Please, I that contact her because she definitely got the motivation that y'all need. So. I'm going to do less talking and pass it right on over to her and let her, you know, and even if you want something else you want to talk about, I'm going to get a floor to you. You you know, I'm always glad. So go ahead, Ty. All right. Thank you. Once again, I think um, Eddie Box is definitely dope. He's put a lot of things in perspective for me. A lot of things in my job too he has so many different connect even if it's just women that you want to talk to or follow i definitely say follow him the one way you can follow me right now is on instagram and it's i am a t a s h i a or you can type in talks with tasha and my videos will come up and that's talks with t a s h i a um i also have a website it's talks with tasha.com um, I'm here for mentoring, here for motivational speaking, even if it's anonymous. I actually do those as well. Um, so definitely reach out to me. I do Zoom meetings every week. So I'm with it, everybody. Thank you so much. Yes, show love, everyone who's listening. And Tasha, before I give out my stuff, 
I kind of want to see if I could encourage you to kind of just put three words that describe you on your social media. And for you guys listening, go comment, go tell us and Tasha who you are. Three words that describe you. And I hope you guys show love. And of course, follow me on Instagram under underscore karma's dreaming underscore. You can also find me on Facebook under Melanie Tassion. You can get the spelling on the previous podcast. I'm there. I'm ready to show love and I'm ready to shout anybody out who wants to just promote positivity and even maybe get um, featured on the show. Definitely reach out. Absolutely. So three words to describe me, I would say is purpose, positivity, and prosperity. The three P's. The three P's. (laughs) Y'all go follow Tasha. Let her know what three words describe you. You are. And and that's and and that's crazy. Like that that's what I'm saying. Like it's like we almost that those are my three words. It's pushing past change into purpose (laughs) to passion and purpose. Though I don't know if that was four or it might have been but but I'll give you the piece pushing past (laughs) pushing past change into purpose and passion. So I guess I used four. I cheated. I cheated. I cheated. But I but I used the four piece. words is perfect. Yeah, but 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 I but I but I used the four words. But you know, thank you, thank you again so much. You know, I, man, I'm always honored to be in the, in the pleasure of you know two beautiful ladies I have coming with me every week. So you know, it's always a pleasure to have a guest, and you know, just I feel good to, to be in. I'm sandwiched in between, a, you know, brilliantness and beautifulness and, you know, just some go-getting women. So definitely make sure you go follow them, continue to continue to uh, support our show and just, you know, show love. And you can follow me. Shout out to Philly, man, before I, before I get out, man. Can't forget the hometown, 215. And shout out to the South down there holding it down, West Coast and Midwest. All, all my peoples out there doing what y'all supposed to keep what y'all doing. You can go follow me on Instagram. I follow back. And once we connect, it's on, man. Because because if, if you got something going on, I'm definitely going to connect the dots, connect you to the people that know people. And I'm, I'm spreading the love because we, we don't live in this world. Yes. We don't. We, we, we need somebody help. As Absolutely. much as people try to act like they don't need nobody and they're doing it all by themselves, that's a, that's a bunch of crap. Like, you get you link with me, I'm linked with everybody. I'm going to do my part to make sure <laughs> that you get the right hands. So you go follow me on Instagram. It's at Eddie Box and the number one. And also, I'm on Facebook. Um, at Eddie Box, I need the one on Facebook, but I guess they, I guess they, they I, I guess they said you needed the one on Instagram to let them know I was the one, the only Eddie Box. Man. Okay. So, so you know, but um, but yeah, but that's where you can follow me at, and definitely be on the lookout. You know, I'm I'm in the process of putting together my website, which is a network marketing website called Connecting the Pieces to the Puzzle, where I'm doing exactly. I'm gonna have a list of you know, entrepreneurs, people that's doing different things and, you know, I'm going to let them give out their information and y'all can go connect them. And Because I know some dope people and I want the world to know that I know some dope people. Just like Tosh, man, and just like everybody else that we done had on the show and just the people that I follow, the people that always support me. I, I know some dope people and I want to see everybody win, man. And that's when you win, it feel like I win. So, you know, we got to be happy for somebody else's success just as much as our own success. So, Definitely be on the lookout for that. Definitely go follow Tosh. Go follow Karma if y'all want some eye candy. Yes. Y'all want some y'all want some some inspiration on the on the workout. With tour. eye go candy. Follow, go, hey, okay. that's, why, that's why I said go follow. I said go follow some eye candy. You know, both of y'all eye definitely, candy. Definitely, definitely. Both of y'all eye so candy fun. go and, and, and you know y'all want to see something positive and, and be work and um get encouraged on the workout, definitely go follow Tosh and definitely go follow Karma, man. And just and just keep on rocking sure. with us, man. But before we get out of here, I gotta give a shout out to my cousin, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna let his music take us to the end, man. You know. Deep song. He got a shout out to Digger Valley, man. Uptown DC in the building, man. This song is smile, man. Good night. God bless you guys. Peace and blessings straight from Cali. God bless. Thank you guys for having me. Y'all have a great night. Stay powerful.